0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the London Music Podcast. I'm Andre Sora and I'm back. Uh, Covid put a wrench in my normal release schedule. But now that obviously with the aid of technology, remote podcasting is a thing and I take full advantage of it. And in this episode, I bring you Andre Lucas, who's a London-based songwriter and musical artist. Uh, He'll be soon releasing his indie debut EP, following the release of several singles since 2017. And you'll hear us talk about it more in the podcast, but he aims to reach an indie pop audience with his music. And his upcoming debut album is uh, a collection of life experiences of a young person living in London, basically. And as we discuss, uh, he feels that London, New York, just these massive cities uh, are places where young people feel that it's hard to identify with today's world and its challenges. And he kind of offers a, a distinctive way of seeing these from a lyrical point of view, but also from a musical point of view. And the way he merges all of these in a coherent sound is... It's something that makes his music quite distinctive. So without further ado, I give you Andre Lucas. Welcome to the podcast, and I have Andre Lucas here with me. Thanks a lot for joining today.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having
0: me. Tell the listeners a bit about your journey. How did you end up being a singer, a songwriter, or an artist in general?
1: Well, to be fair, since my childhood, I was always, you know, listening to music in a different way, in a way that, wow, that sounds great. I wonder if I could do something like that. So it was always there was always this craving to create something maybe not a combination I, you know as a child you just do random stuff but uh i remember even as a when i was a kid i used to record on cassettes and then put them, I would record random things and then put them in, a, in their little uh, box and create a sort of an artwork for it, like an album, uh, which was crazy back then, if you think about it. But obviously, as I grew up in my early teens, I started to come up with lyrics for demos and uh, just slowly I kind of got the courage to release music, to put together melodies and songs that would end up in uh, in proper proper releases i studied a bit of guitar a few years ago, quite a quite a while ago, actually, more than a decade ago. And the thing is, I even though I'm not a guitar player, however, I do help myself sometimes with guitar to, to come up with. It just gives me that more intimate feeling when I when I write. I'm not. I don't necessarily consider myself a, a singer, a performer as much as I like writing lyrics. So whenever whenever I introduce myself when it comes to music, the first thing I say about myself is that I I'm a songwriter. I'm a lyricist and the secondary part would be the the vocalist the the singer i was always Passionate about punchlines and interested in writing in a few words, putting together an emotion. So I think that's what my craft aims to be.
0: It's quite surprising that uh, you say you're not, you're more interested. I mean, not necessarily more interested in it, but it comes a bit more natural, the, the songwriter part of it, just because whenever you send a demo in my head, it works so well with the melodies that I, I have a hard time picturing what came first. And this is kind of how most people work that the melody came first and then the, the the lyric came after it but it's interesting to see that you kind of swap things around and you have the the theme of the song and the actual words before you set uh, a specific melody
1: you're totally right you know what sometimes I, I collaborate I I used to study music management in London a few years ago and uh, I hope you know I connected with other fellow creatives and uh we used to try to write songs together and uh they were great working with other people has been you know a great journey to to learn about myself and about music in general however it i realized it was just not easy for me to write with other people sometimes because they were always coming up they were telling me you know we have to do the melody first but for me, the first thing I come up with are the lyrics. I, I have to start with the theme of the song and what is the story about then you write the story then the lyrics and then sort of the melodies.
0: and is that how you consume music as well are you more interested from the get-go to kind of get a sense of what the song is about rather than just what the musical impact is well
1: no no i mean depends obviously you know when it comes to music you want to the sound gives you a feeling first the sound and then i suppose the the lyrics will definitely have an impact But if it's an addictive sound that sounds really good, however, there's no message behind it, I consume it, I love it, I listen to it a hundred times, and then I'm over it. Whereas if the lyrics are there, I've been listening to the same song for at least twelve years and I listen to it every day because I'm not, you know, tired of it. There are particular songs right, that I really like. And they are old songs. They're very old songs, but to me they're never dated because I do like the melody, but the lyrics are the ones that really hit me. So I would like to think that I'm an I aspire at least to to write something that kind of sticks to people in a way. You know, it gives you a feeling because the words words are as impactful as uh, the melodies that you know creep into your your soul. And then the words creep into your mind and they have an impact on on you.
0: And is this a a sort of reflection of the the whole visual aspect of uh, your persona as well? Uh, I mean, obviously, even from an early age, you mentioned that you worked on the album cover of those uh, (laughs) early recordings and mixtapes as well. And obviously, if people hit you up on Instagram, they'll see that the visual side of things is really important important to you so do you think that that ties in with your inclination to focus a bit more on the the theme and the lyrics yeah i think so the thing is to me to be honest you put them
1: all together which is very correct and very good to do that because as a listener mostly today in today's world the young listeners they want to see obviously they want to listen to a good song they want to hear good lyrics meaningful lyrics that have a message and they also want to see a good artwork or a good lyric video or an interesting music video obviously you know very well that i'm working on a a release on a sort of ep which might turn into an album i don't know i would like to think that that i will i will have good visuals for it to me personally i just want this time because it's a bigger release for me i'm just focusing a lot a lot on the sound. In the past, when I used to release other songs, I would be halfway through the mix and mastering, and I was already working on the artwork, on um, all those other things. And now, even though I've done some artwork for my for my EP, and I, it could be that that will be the final artwork, it's only because I've already done a few songs in it anyway. So I'm I feel allowed to do that, but I just want to take things more so once step at a time and just make sure that this music, the lyrics are the ones that will generate the visuals and not vice versa, because I do see other artists who boost the sound by visuals. And that's great. It's just that in my case, I want this time for this particular release, I want the music to stand alone, very independently from the visuals. I don't want people to be distracted or to use visuals that is a distraction from the sound so it has to be every step has to be to me has to be really really powerful to the audience and have a good impact so that when you stumble across my music you listen to it you don't need on a really well manufactured music video for it or something like that Mm,
0: yeah and you see this as a sort of rift between what songs you put out before and what this project should be yeah
1: I do think, I mean, I'd like to think that it's not necessarily a ripple, but at least it's a, a, an evolution, you know, you can see uh, an evolution and sort of a change and, uh, and uh, just a growth where I've just matured, you know, I don't want to cancel anything that I've done so far at all. That is a part of me and that's a part of my journey and my story. And now it's just another chapter, basically. It's nothing to do with mistakes of the past or things that I'm not happy with. It's just, it's an evolution. It's a visual audio evolution.
0: For this project specifically, what are your biggest inspirations from the audio to the the visuals to everything in between?
1: I don't necessarily have one particular inspiration. I do have in mind a message that aims to touch young artists living in a challenging society and a challenging city. And um, those artists struggle with... Life uh, struggle financially, uh, and also struggle to find themselves. Mm. And this EP, let's call it EP for the time being, uh, aims to to kind of reach out to the people who might not necessarily feel like they belong in a very challenging society, and also they don't feel like their voices are heard because. We, as as young artists in, uh, in a city like London, you're always bombarded by things that are sometimes unattainable unless you come from a particular background. Mm-hmm. And with my music, in, it's about inclusivity and it's about a, a story for everyone, a story for people who maybe feel underprivileged but also feel that they can do give a lot to the society some people come to this city to a city like london with big dreams and on on the way to achieving that they forget what their aim was Whereas my music aims to kind of remind you why you started and to just get back to where you are meant to be.
0: In terms of the actual music, what kind of styles or what sound are you going for to emphasize this and highlight all of the themes that you just mentioned? Well,
1: the overall style is sort of, I'm aiming for a uh, indie pop, folk. A bit of electric guitar, as you very well know, a bit of 80s, a bit of 90s as well. Some of the songs are very, are quite produced. Some of the songs are aimed to be a bit more raw and just a bit more simple, but to send out the right message in their simplicity. I definitely want to make sure that it has a general theme of. Guitar, because I've always been close to that sound, and I've always felt like my voice kind of touches emotions with with a guitar background. You know, I, I don't really see myself doing very pop songs. That don't have any natural instrument in them. Overall, the sound is indie pop with a bit of guitar, with a bit of folk.
0: You're looking for a sort of combination between organic and more electronic sounds. And yeah, if I think about it now, all of the songs that we've worked on so far have had guitars in them. Uh, Except for one that has piano in it.
1: That particular song still fits very well because it's so emotional. It's going to be placed in the EP, it's going to be placed between quite loud dance songs and it will just take back all all that noise and just allow the listener to have an introspective on themselves.
0: I love the way you sound on every song. I think that one especially, there, there's something there that I, I like more than any other song. There's something in the way chords on the piano work and the lyrics and the, your tone and the emotion behind it. There's something there that tells a story that's different than the other songs, even though as I said, those are equally amazing. This one just has something. I mean, that's kind of what, what my impression was after finishing the rough demo of it
1: thanks for saying that i think i think it's all about emotion i think that song you know vocally or not a very well performed song or not it's all about emotion and that song really has a lot of emotion in it. obviously I, I i made sure i i sing it as good as possible you know but uh it started on emotion on an emotion from an emotional journey so mm-hmm. that's why it sounds so uh It gives, it sends out uh, the the right message, I think.
0: Hmm. So how would you describe overall the style of your music to someone in 10 words or less? I mean, what's the elevator pitch of André Lucas as a musical artist?
1: Definitely growth, meaningful lyrics, innovative elements, honesty. I don't take myself too seriously, that's for sure. Simplicity in a way that is not reductive, but in a way that shows life in a simple yet beautiful way because i realized now after you know creating more music and going through all sort of journeys in my personal life a simple life is a beautiful life and overall the sound itself aims to kind of touch people and to to just make people feel like wow you know what i feel the same so Maybe relatable could be another word that we can
0: use. Can you give listeners kind of a sense of when the album will drop or when the first single will drop?
1: I aim for it to be out entirely with some of the lead singles. I would like all of the songs to be a single, so I'm gonna do a, a sort of an artwork for each and every one of them, and I'm gonna release each and every one of them individually. But the, when the out after after the album will be out, so I'd like to think that I would release the album and then single by single will be presented. I know it's pretty much backwards, but I'm fine with it because I'm an indie and I'm just can do whatever I want in a way that. I'm not sort of in a rush to see how many downloads I'm going to have or streamings I'm going to have in the first seven days and things like that. I don't have any, anyone to, to count that sort of, to pressure me with that sort of thing. Yet, I don't really know exactly what will happen with it because even though, to be honest with you, uh, and you don't know that, I just realized last night that I now, even though I do have some demos Collectively now, the album is that the the EP is ready. I have all the songs and demos put together and there's nothing more to add to it. And I just have to finish four more, four more songs that I've been working on. And, uh, that's it, you know, and it, it was a great thing for me to realize last night that that's it. It's over. My, I finished the story because I was always thinking, you know, maybe I still have something else to say. So to answer your question, I'd like to think that no later than November, this will be fully finalized and uh, ready to go.
0: Off of that, what I tend to do at the end of these um, interviews is have a quick fire round. Let's start off with something you kind of hinted at at some point, but what's your guilty pleasure song?
1: Guilty pleasure song? Uh, Oh, God. Uh, well, I have plenty of them, but the most recent one would be and uh, I think it's called Cake by the Ocean.
0: <laughs> but that. but that one was kind of a massive hit, so I, I think it doesn't count. Or does it? I don't know.
1: Usually all of my guilty pleasures are songs that are incredibly popular, but popular to the point where you just can't listen to them anymore. And they're everywhere. So some of them just become a bit cheesy. You know what? A really big guilty pleasure of mine. And, and actually, it's... It's a really catchy song, and it's, it was so popular back in the day when it was released. And it's Katy Perry, California Girls, Bruno Morris did a did a cover for it, and with an acoustic guitar in a very romantic way. It was just such a such a interesting uh, way to, to change the song. It's a it's a very catchy song, and it just puts you in a really really good mood.
0: Awesome. So two more questions. Name one musical thing you're amazing at. <laughs>
1: I don't know, really. I mean, a good thing that I think I might be good at would be to uh, put lyrics and melody together in a way that they go
0: smoothly. I endorse that statement. Uh, And last one, name one musical thing you're rubbish at
1: uh really high notes
0: would you like to be able to sing really high notes or is it just a thing you're not that good at and but you're fine with it
1: love to be able to sing in high notes because some of the songs that i would like to sing or some of the songs that i hear have some really wonderful and intense high notes that i'm just i don't know if i cannot achieve it's just that i need more time to to get there you know
0: well you're a young dude so you have plenty of time to to work on on that little hiccup so where can people find you where can they listen to your music the, the stuff that you've put out so far where can they go to find out more about this upcoming project to
1: find out more about what the ep will be about and when it's going to be released they can go on instagram and facebook and uh youtube youtube slash andre lucas Just look up Andre Lucas everywhere on uh, social media or Google. And And
0: I'll make sure in the description of the podcast to put all of these uh, there as well. See when the the new musical will be out. It's going to be on every possible platform.
1: Of course, but also will be uh, will be in uh, physical form. You can order order it from my website, personal website. You can like a CD.
0: Fantastic! Thanks so much for being a guest on the podcast, and I'm sure we'll do this again in the near future.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed my discussion with uh, Andre Lucas. And if you did get something out of this podcast, please consider sharing it with your friends. Hit the subscribe button, the bell, the like button, whatever it is on the platform you're listening to on. And I'll see you next time on the London Music Podcast. Thanks again for listening.